Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a podcast about mental health and creativity. This is episode 107. It is February 1st, um, 2020. Hi. Um, so I just went to a 12-step meeting this morning just to kind of get myself in a good headspace for the weekend and the week. I just got back from a week-long visit with my family which was really interesting because I really got to see in action um, some like entitlement and just some like really misguided ambition that I had um, in terms of like how well I would get along with my family just because I've been working on myself so much and like I'm so therapized and all this stuff and so yeah like I really had an expectation that everything for Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year was going to be like amazing and it just wasn't that and it's just really it's just good to sit with the resentment that I have um as a result of that because like that is no like that is just something that I brought onto my own doorstep um the other thing is that um after the meeting I was just like I'm gonna treat myself to some books and so I went to the bookstore and I pre-ordered a few books of friends that I'm just super excited to get and super excited to support and I went to a local bookstore um that I just really love so it's like really really non-conflict where it's not like giving Jeff Bezos who has a trillion dollars that he doesn't pay taxes on like more of my money or whatever um so yeah that was really good and yeah I just I finally bought this book and it is um, called Trust Exercises and it's by Susan Choi and it won the National Book Award and it's a book I've been wanting to read for a while and I really I really just have to say this out loud but the reason I didn't buy it is because she has the same last name as I do and you know she I mean she won the National Book Award and there's all of these like glowing reviews where it's like choice inventive prose and choice this and it's just like so laudatory and and um shiny and I was feeling some type of way about it and it's so funny because I just have to talk about it because it's like such a shameful thing and I don't even know how aware of it I was and so even speaking it out loud is really wonderful in diminishing its power over me because you know you're only ever as sick as your secrets and some of your secrets you're not even aware that you have and I had this like scarcity mentality that somehow it was like zero sum and the the real reality of it is that yeah, I'm just not in some kind of arms race with this other Choi person because this other Choi person has been writing books for a really long time and just like objectively at a level that I'm just not at. And so like my self-obsession and smallness, all it's doing is preventing me from writing a book that's so good <laughs> that it's been like nationally recognized and that kind of smallness and that kind of like white knuckled just like I don't know just tightness like just real real coiled up um what what just smallness is something that I'm trying to let go of and so 
as preposterous and as embarrassing and as silly as it is to acknowledge um, this place that I was coming from and that that I've just been in for like, I, I guess, like months. Just acknowledging that I think it's really important so that I can just sort of move on. And so, yeah, in this like weird mindfuck that I put myself in, I'm just, I did the penance of just buying the hardcover with the beautiful embossed sticker on it. And I'm just gonna like really like treat myself and actually read this book and let it the fuck go because all of this is just such a manifestation of my own fear and my own inadequacies. Um, and that's just where I'm at. And that's just like what I, what the real work is, you know, like me not reading this book isn't going to make me feel better about myself, even though that's apparently something I believe. And so, yeah, this is just the importance I think on, of like almost snitching on yourself so that you can sort of see what your belief system is. And then once you speak it out loud, it like sort of loses some of its power. And then you know, universe willing, you can find the humor in it because we're all so funny. Like who decided like the operating system of that decision is just like so funny that like if, if I read this other choice book, it's somehow like unlucky or like I'm like losing choy points. Um, but yeah, the other sort of more, more, I guess like universal thing that I've been thinking about is that it's kind of like, I've been thinking about awkwardness and just like awkwardness and self-consciousness and these moments where we just sort of shrink up and don't open ourselves up to to other people and the experiences that are available to us when we sort of um, interact with unknowns or the world or like other people and you know awkwardness really for me like it's tied to like just so many weird decisions that I've made that other people will be like deciding things about me if I do or say something and awkwardness in the same way as like me not buying this person's book it's like it's a type of like self-obsession and it's like a type of self-importance and like I can see that you could I could historically argue that like it's not that I'm like uppity and full of myself it's that I'm like socially awkward But then when I sort of actually break that down into like the role that I play in that, it's that I do think I'm self-important enough that other people would care to cast judgment on me in these circumstances. And like that spotlight just doesn't serve me. And just even more importantly, it's just not that accurate. Like everybody is thinking about themselves and the only people who are thinking anything of me it's because they're feeling some type of way about themselves and I do forget that and so I think my work or the thing that I'm just really trying to move toward now that I have some awareness around that is that like you know we're all aware of other people's awkwardness and like you know it's so funny like even people who are goofily unawkward and just like really giving and just kind of like open and chatty I used to always like judge them and it's because ultimately that was a thing that I didn't have and I was jealous um and it was just easier for me to believe I was better than them um because I was like 
just like smart and thinking too much and like already had the answers of you know three moves down of what this person's going to think of me and da 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 and all of this is just such a fallacy um so yeah not to say that like it's not a very real condition to have social anxiety that prevents you from taking chances and things like that but that little bit of framing for me is important um given my capacities and my own issues with anxiety just to remember that like nobody gives as big a shit about me as I do and yeah that's just kind of liberating in a way and so that was just a few things like one just me snitching on this like very lol and ridiculous thing I've been carrying around that I can now put down and also this notion of when awkwardness prevents me from doing things I can sort of believe that it's like not about ego but I guess it really is and that's always like really bundled in fear and I'm trying to like make decisions with less fear so yeah that's my check-in um thank you so much for listening I hope you guys had a gentle week and I just want to remind everyone that weekends are just other days (laughs) so if you have like a lot of If you're being really hard on yourself in terms of like the way you must rest this weekend, like having gentleness around the expectations around that too sometimes are helpful for me. So yeah, have a good one. Thank you.